What's up, y'all? Welcome to this week's show. We have some exciting news on Sarah's behalf to finally spill some tea on. So super excited for her. Make sure you tune in for that. We are also talking about the NFL trade deadline and some Bruins happy hour chit chat. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Love you guys. Let's have a good one. Let's go. (laughs) It's Saturday. Yeah. Gonna talk a little bit, sip a little bit. Sarah, Kendra, I see you ladies. <laughs> Y'all know what time it is. Uh. <laughs> Looking like you just graduated. Woo. Coming from a place that y'all gravitate. Looking like a boss, I just had to say. Woo. I know you got the sauce, no potato bread. Woo. I'm Andy Towers, and you're listening to Saturdays and Seltzers. Let's fucking go. What's up, party people? Welcome to Saturdays and Seltzers. My name is Kendra Middleton, and I am joined by my co-host, Sarah Griffin, who is looking lovely and pink this evening. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so before we get into our HLH, I have to ask you, is the high of yours an announcement? Um... Sort of, kind of. I like put it on LinkedIn. <laughs> okay, so we have breaking news. <laughs> we have breaking news. Okay. Yes. All right. All right, Sarah. If you don't know what our HLH is, if you're here or you're clicking in for this, because that's going to be our title, obviously. Um, it's our high of the high of the week, low of the week, hero of the week, which is something unexpectedly good that happened to you. So breaking news is Sarah's high. Um. Yeah, I'm full time at the PLL now. which also means I am phasing out of the NHL, which means I'll have a life again after the hours of 6 p.m. starting uh, next month. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Big day, a lot of changes, but good changes. (laughs) Sarah and I always joke that we used to see each other more when she didn't live in Boston, and now (laughs) she lives here, and we literally never see each other, which... I've been working on some like rebranding of the show and stuff. Maybe we'll have some more time to put into it, which means maybe we can do some more in-person content, which is great for you guys that are listening. So congratulations to Sarah. I feel like this has been a long time coming. Yeah, I am just so happy to be doing something like writing related. And mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, I love like, I don't, I don't know how to say it, like, you know, watching NHL games for a living. <laughs> And make, but now I'm like, okay, this is like way more what I want to do. Like, cause what I was doing at the NHL, like I loved all the people I work with and stuff, but it was just not the job I was looking for. I feel like we should celebrate at some point. I want to so badly. Like <laughs> we could go back to doing these shows hammered. <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> that's the other thing. Now I'll actually be able to drink after. <laughs> so yeah, we can go back to our regular recording schedule, which means Sarah and I will be hammered on random weeknights. Yahoo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I feel like we both have good highs this week. Um yeah. So obviously Calvin Ridley was freed from Atlanta to Jacksonville, which the funniest part of all of this to me is that he actually was suspended for betting on a Falcons Jags game. What do you bet? I-, <laughs> I don't, I don't think, I don't remember if it was released what he bet, but like, that's why he was suspended for an entire <laughs> season was because he was betting. But what he got caught for was betting on a Jags Falcons game. <laughs> 
so it's just funny that he's like now a Jaguar. Um, obviously I think I've made it pretty clear and I'll talk a little bit about the, about the Jags later, but I've made it pretty clear that I think that the team's focus is next year. I think that it's Trevor's mm-hmm. development. They don't really care about winning right now. It's just like next year, Jug wants, he, I don't know. I I'm, I'm all out on this season, whatever. I'm excited for next year. We have Calvin Ridley. Fuck it. Like that was the best <laughs> part of my week. I was just, so I did not expect us to make any moves as far as like signing people. I almost expected us to like trade Josh Allen away and stuff like that. So I, that is my high is that we didn't do anything that I fucking hated. So perfect. Good. Okay. That is a high. I know. Okay. Good. Okay. What is your low? Um, my low is Swayman and Forbert both going on yeah. injured list for week to week, not even day today. Yeah. Just kicking the nuts, but it's fine. They'll <laughs> they'll figure it out. Honestly, I think the bigger because Omar's been so good lately and I know we'll get more into it. Like he did have that bad start, but then he finished out the game in Pittsburgh anyways. Forward's been so good in McAvoy's absence. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know it sucks because like, obviously these are two people that have, we talked about Forbort a lot last week and we talked about Swayman, I feel like every single week, but it's like, because you guys are getting, you know, McAvoy back at some point, which we'll talk about. And then Marshawn came back a month early. It's like, you guys were like ready to be like full steam ahead. I feel like, and now it's just like, well, fuck. Literally. I'm like, everything was going a lot, like very too well. Mm-hmm. And it is still so like they only have one fucking loss. And that's just like, it's, it was a needed reality check. I just wish it didn't come in this form. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would rather lose like a couple games and everybody be healthy and have like the possibility to turn it around. Then yeah. Like I'd rather a three game or four game losing streak than those guys going down injured, but yeah, it's true. Okay. Milo is being a Jags fan just cause I feel like we're kind of at that point in the season where it's like, before Thanksgiving and I'm already thinking about the draft (laughs) so I'm just like ah fuck it like whatever there's no point trying anymore um and then my other low is that Halloween night like or last Friday night I guess whatever like the first week like night of like Halloween weekend or whatever was I drunkenly ordered a quesadilla to beat me to my house Uh uh-huh and it got delayed four times for two hours and I fell asleep like washed my face walked Jackson all the things fell asleep waiting for it it got delivered at like four I got up at five to go get it and I had been raccooned Oof! the raccoon stole my fucking quesadilla (laughs) but honestly I kind of feel as though they'll never come back to this house again because it was Taco Bell and it definitely fucked their shit up (laughs) <laughs> like the that raccoons definitely <laughs> was like oh. just like thinking about oh and I ordered fire sauce with it so you know that those raccoons are fucking <laughs> their life right now I went to let Jackson out at like 8 a.m in the morning and saw that like the way that it was ripped into the bag I was like this was not a mouse this thing had yeah. thumbs <laughs> They're probably still feeling it now. <laughs> no. So I potentially gave a raccoon diarrhea. So <laughs> that's uh that's on me. Um, what is your hero? Um, my hero, as you guys know, I went on that bar crawl last weekend. It was better than I thought. However, my biggest like observation through it all was everyone was like freshly 21. And I'm like, okay take this in everyone like we're too old to be here we can never go on another bar crawl this is for the use 
Like we're 25, 26. We are never going on another one of these. I literally like, I mean, granted it was fucking Faneuil Hall. So of course it's a bunch of young people, probably people with big IDs too. But I'm like, I'm so old. I was talking to a girl in line and she was like, oh yeah, like I'm doing my like grad school program. I was like, oh, like how old are you? Like blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm 25. I'm doing this program. She was, oh, I just turned 22. Oh, and you're old enough to be in grad school. (laughs) Imagine not like going through a panini (laughs) in college. Like Like you're in grad school. Ooh, we're getting old, dude. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so old. (laughs) See, I kind of had the realization last weekend too, that I think that I'm too old to party like that. And also like, I would rather stay in these days and like Mm -hmm. make myself a meal and like watch a game than go to a bar. Well, that's like, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to have so much free time now on weekends and at night, you know, damn well, like you and me both know, I do not like leaving my house. I'll maybe go out once every few weeks. I probably might like, my schedule won't change that much. I will still probably be sitting in this house doing nothing. I go out every Friday. (laughs) That's it. Every Friday. I still just feel like, especially winter, I just hate the cold so fucking much. Mm -hmm. I'll go out like once a month and that'll be it. Yep. I'm not trying to wear high heels in the cold. I'll save some money so I can do stuff in the like summer, whatever. I don't care. I, and also like I spent so much on my rent. I might as well like enjoy my house. Yeah. Facts. (laughs) Yeah. Like rent in Boston is no fucking joke. So Um, my hero is that Auburn finally fired Brian Harson. So I'm in an Ooh. Auburn hockey sweatshirt, even though he is not the hockey coach. I don't think there even probably is one. It's probably just a player. Uh, but yeah, so I was super stoked about that. It's about time. I don't think that he was the guy for the job in the first place. I'm a little concerned for who they could get. There's like rumors about Deion Sanders. I don't think it's happening, but I would love for it to. But like, mm-hmm. that was just a nice little, oh, okay, cool. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so that's all I have there. Um, I'm just drinking kombucha. I know you're not drinking, but like I said, our drunken episodes Soon. will be TBD. <laughs> um, NBA news. I know that you've probably seen this living with Jordan. Steve Nash was fired from Brooklyn. Ime Odoka set to be the next coach. Sounds like Celtics players are upset about it, but I think that this is the right move. And now Brooklyn has taken out the trash for the Celtics twice. The first time being in Kyrie and now with Ime. And I feel like Katie, Kyrie, and Ime is just like set to be a Drake lyric at some point. That's going to blow up so quickly. (laughs) Yeah. Dumpster fire. I also hate Kyrie at this point. I hate Kyrie. I hate him too. Ugh. Yeah, I, I think it's fair that everyone does. But it's just like, I don't know how, I mean, I get like why Celtics players probably felt like they were left in the dark for all of this or what have you. But it's like the second that you have someone on your staff fraternizing with multiple women, let alone like higher up people's wives, like you, I don't care if you're Nick Saban, like you probably have to part ways at that point. Yeah. Like you just, I, I think that that's the only option that they have. So I, I think that a lot of people are concerned because they're getting a good head coach. They play them often, but I really don't see that it's that big of a deal. Like based off my very limited NBA knowledge, I, from what I know, Brooklyn's not really anything to worry about. Which is weird because they should be, you know? Yeah. 
So I don't know. Only time will tell. But I just I think that that's kind of crazy that within like two hours, they already had like everything figured out. Mm-hmm. So um, that's all I have to talk about the NBA. I haven't really gotten that far into it yet, just because it's Survivor is not over yet. When Survivor is over, that's when I get into the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, moving into our MLB stuff, obviously the World Series is going on right now. A couple points to talk about. Obviously, you put in our notes that you haven't really been watching. Neither have I as much as usual. Um, but I don't know. I like I just it's not that I don't care. It's just when you have multiple people pitching a no hitter and you want to call it a no hitter. Like, I just don't really care, nor do I respect it in the same sense. See, I'm still like, okay, that's cool. Especially because it's the world series and stuff. I just thought, I think I wrote it too. Like, it's funny that the Phillies had like the most home runs in a single world series game on Tuesday, then get no hit on Wednesday. But I feel like that's kind of usually how those type of things go. But I do agree with your point. Like having a no hitter in the world series is huge, but I like just don't give a fuck. Like not once was like, Oh, I should turn that on and watch. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I care about the Phillies, but like, I just hate the Astros so much. And it's like, I feel don't get me wrong. I don't think that Vasquez was like making that big of a difference for the Red Sox, but like, it's kind of a kick in the dick that like, he also is probably going to win a world series with the Astros. So like, I don't know. That sucks. I do love that Vasquez just like openly is like, yeah, I I'll try, try and come back to Boston next year. I'm like, you're literally in the middle of a playoff. I know. <laughs> and why I know. are you talking about like, he really loves the rest. <laughs> it's wild. I don't know if he like bought a house here or like had like his, I don't know, weird, whatever. I'm like, I get you're drafted here. Like grew up here. Well, grew up here as a player and stuff. But I'm like, damn, they traded you away. Like, it was fucking nothing. Like, players are Didn't even tell I'm... you. You, yeah, like, literally just like... walked across the field to the other dugout. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, damn. He really bought it on the Red Sox, which, good for you, because it feels like no one else did last year. <laughs> yeah. By the time we record next week, we'll probably have a World Series champion. Oh, yeah, hopefully it's the Phillies. So I only had one other note, just since neither of us are really watching this, we're both just NFL, NHL all the way, kind of at this point in the year. Mm -hmm. Um, I do have to point out that tonight is Thursday night football between Philly and Houston, and they're playing each other in the World Series, but in different cities. And I think it's kind of crazy that like the Eagles are undefeated and going to play a really shitty team and the Phillies really never lose at home in the postseason, like at least like right now. So it's like, I think that, I think that Philly could have a huge high tonight or a low, low, like the city of Philadelphia greased the polls. Yeah, seriously. I know. I like, I was going to watch that game, the Eagles game. I'm like, I probably won't watch the Phillies game. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. Um, I, I might have it on. I don't know. Fuck it. I think that it like, cause they're probably gonna be talking about it a lot on the broadcast for Thursday night football. They should do like a dual screen type thing. Although I don't know what the Amazon do not do stuff like that. See, I would be fine with that. But then I think back to when Aaron Judge was like hunting for those records during mm-hmm. college football season and they kept like putting those on over plays. And I was like, can you just shut the fuck up? True. Yeah, I say at least like highlights and maybe not like the entire like live game, but like, yeah, probably just like big home runs or something. Yeah, I feel like you'll have like the crowd probably going crazy too because a lot of people will obviously be watching on their phones. Yeah. So I think that that could be cool, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, hopping into some NFL stuff. 
I'm convinced that Russell Wilson listens to our podcast because we talked all that shit about him last week. (laughs) And then he goes out and beats the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I swear to God, it's in spite of us. So I just, that game was fucking brutal. The Jags lost in London. Russell Wilson is just so annoying. Like his post game, like interview and just like his like screaming of the prayer. And like, I don't know, he just, he bothers me. And I feel like we had to lose to like that fucking guy of all people. Yeah. I'm just so, I'm so frustrated. It was such an ugly game too. Like, and I'll, I have some comments like kind of across the board about this, like quarterback draft class. I don't know if this like class of Lawrence Wilson Mac Jones, Trey Lance, and Justin Fields is going to be like the most overhyped quarterback class of all time. But mm-hmm. none of them are like who one people thought they would be or could be. Honestly, I said that Justin Fields was going to be the best quarterback out of this class. And I still stand by that, even though he is in Chicago. Because I've, I mean, Trey Lance, fine, we'll leave him out of it. He's not playing. Mac Jones got bailed the fuck out last weekend by that interception be that pick six being called back uh all of the turnovers that he potentially could have caused like Zach Wilson playing as bad as he did another person on that list like I thought Zach Wilson was getting better because he hadn't thrown an interception in like three games or something like that before this and then he goes out with that performance and then obviously Trevor Lawrence goes and throws one of the nastiest picks we the red zone turnovers and incapability they like just they're so incapable of getting points on the board in the red zone or they turn the ball over. And it's just like, I don't, I don't know if it's this class. I don't know like what's going on, but all of them had a terrible outing last week, except for I'll excuse Trey Lance, obviously, and Justin Fields. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I know that the Patriots say that they want to stick with Mac Jones, but it's like, he's obviously turning the ball over too. And so is freaking Trevor Lawrence, like crazy. So I, I feel as though that this quarterback class might just be a bust. That don't look like it. Did you watch the Patriots last weekend? I did. I mean, like, he totally got bailed out by some of those. Like, he didn't yeah. play a good game. It was really just that, obviously, the injuries are plaguing the Jets, and Zach Wilson just couldn't keep the ball at all. So It was just an ugly game. <laughs> it really it was, was. not entertaining whatsoever. No, because I had it on because I just, you know, after all the Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi stuff, I was like, all right, like I might as well watch the game, see how this shakes out. Like, will Mac come back? Whatever. Honestly, I don't know if you listen to like Mac Jones press conferences or if you've seen any clips on social or anything. I can't even listen to him speak. Really? I haven't no. seen No. He just is so meek and P, like just PR focused on everything that he says to the point where he doesn't even like answer questions. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just insane. Like, I think that they, I think that he's scared, dude. And I don't know how you get that kid back to being a leader right now. I just feel like he has no confidence. And on the one hand, I don't really blame him after all this shit, but also, all right, not having confidence off the field is one thing. On the field, he looks like worse. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think the only positive mess, I think the only positive that he has over zappy is the experience and size i think that that's really Mm -hmm. it like he has a season under his belt but it's like i don't really even know what their plan is at this point because 
they didn't do anything at the trade deadline. They didn't get any weapons. They didn't trade anybody away. I don't think this team right now is an answer Mm -hmm. and you didn't get any answers. So what are you doing? Yeah, I don't, I'm really confused what the direction of this Patriots team is. Me too. Yeah, me too, dude. And I'm growing increasingly concerned. Not that I, like, I love watching the demise of the Patriots. It's fun, (laughs) but it's like, I want them to either trade everything away or bring a bunch of people in and at least make it exciting. So they're doing neither for me. And I like, I need the drama. It's just boring. Same with the Packers. I have them in the notes of people who didn't do anything in the trade deadline either. I'm just bored by them. Like, I don't know. I, if I were, I would have tried to trade for Aaron Rodgers if I was like a team needing a quarterback, or if I was a Packers fan, I'd have my pitchforks out front. I don't know. (laughs) Something like that. Um, the only other NFL comment that I have was that Christian McCaffrey was obviously traded from the Panthers to the 49ers last week. He caught a touchdown last three week, threw a touchdown last week and rushed for a touchdown last week. Damn. That's kind of crazy. I know. I know. That's rad. Like Shanahan's offense is fun as fuck. Like having (laughs) someone who can do all of those things is just wild. And like already plugged into like the Swiss army knife of an offense that they have. So that was fun as fuck. Um, we are cruising. You said we you want to be out of here in an hour. We are. I'm like moving. shook how quickly yeah. we're going. So we can spend some NHL time here because okay. I filled out our NHL notes this week and I probably missed a bunch of shit that Sarah wants to talk about. So we can kind of like have Bruins happy hour here. <laughs> so, all right. I put in a bunch of notes. My first thing that I want to talk about, and then we, you can pop off on the Bruins and I'll chime in from time to time. Why do the P Bruins have a mustache on their photo? Do they? Oh, for November. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. That makes sense. That was my only question for you <laughs> outside. Yeah. Okay. All right. Perfect. What do you want to start with? Hmm. I don't know. Everything like has been so good up until like the last game, which, you know what? We can talk about the Penguins game. Cause that was a shit show of a game. But the fact that they pulled out the win after all that is incredible. I feel like, I don't know, there was a lot of times last year with the Bruins, like they did go through that one, like, lull. you know, they were very streaky last year, but it was like those type of games that you just kind of knew, like they weren't going to pull it off in the end. I think this was the first game that really saw like the Bruins have to like battle for that win. Like a lot of their other wins have been by like, I don't know, like three plus or more goals, like. They have the highest scoring offense, I think, like goals average in the league. Like, I think I said something like four points something, which yeah. is insane. But then, yeah, that Pittsburgh game, like they just did not look great. I know that Jim Montgomery said that was the worst morning skate they've had all year, like for everyone, including Allmark, who I don't think there's any need for concern about Allmark. I think it kind of goes without saying, like goalies are goalies. You're going to have bad games. Yeah, Swayman already had his bad game out of the way, and now Allmark had that one, and they still somehow pulled off the win, and he's still undefeated, which is a wild stat. Yeah, after giving up five goals. Yeah, I I wanted to talk about the goaltending because of the Bruins Rangers matchup. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of fun. Oh, I know. I'm excited. I was writing my like sportsbook review preview for that game, and like obviously Shesterkin probably hasn't gotten off to the start that he's been looking for, but. For anyone else, it's like, oh, that's a great start he's off to, but because he did just win the Vezina, like, it's still, like, a .921 save percentage, like, something insane like that. Like, 
I'm guessing it's going to be a low scoring game, but also I feel like we know the Bruins offense are the best of the best. So who knows if they can get by that. I also think the Rangers have such good defense led by Adam Fox, but then the Rangers are starting to like find their groove. I feel like they were, they started off okay, but then it was kind of just like they were relying on the same three guys. And now you're starting to see them break out more. I don't know if the Bruins are the best game for them to break out against. Like it's the hottest team in the league, but also it's probably your best chance to when you don't have Forbert out there. Yeah. He really has been such a difference maker. He's just kind of a bully, but I like it. Yeah. Like they're number one on the penalty kill. And I was like, literally because of Derek Forbert, like, yeah, I think if they go on the penalty kill tonight, I'm not going to have my hopes very high. (laughs) Yeah. So something before we kind of get into like people coming back and whatnot, I want to talk about the Studnika trade, obviously that was like kind of wild. I put that in our notes because like we, it happened like almost immediately after we got off the show last week, but Mm -hmm. it's like, I think it's kind of nuts how they had him as a healthy scratch. And then by the end of the game, they were like, yeah, you're out of here, kid. I think that's just such a shitty way to handle it. Just because he has been a kid that's been in the organization now for a few years and, and he's kind good of be in around and never got the opportunity I said last week I will never understand why like, I mean I do get why in his certain position like at center there's just hasn't been room for that but even on the fourth line like you continue to have Trent Frederick chance so I don't get why Jack Sudnika never got that opportunity yeah. here but I will say I think it's good that he's going to Vancouver where he can get regular playing time Although, We've talked about that a lot too. Like they should be so much better than they are. And I don't get it. Yeah. I don't know if I haven't really kept tabs on them since the trade, but I do remember seeing a quote that they are planning on playing Jack, like as a wing, which I don't love that. Like play him at center. That's what his position is. Like you're going to give him regular playing time. Give the kid a chance. Whether yeah. like, He deserves it. And I know he didn't have great numbers in his first game. I really haven't checked in since. I'm like, well, yeah, play him at his position. What did it's they trade like him for? Like, um, I think. I, oh, actually, it's one of the Canucks, like, top defensive prospects, who's obviously not NHL ready, but I know Canucks mm-hmm. fans are mad about that. Then I think a, like, forward prospect or something. Okay. Like, I don't hate that. Yeah. So... All right. Maybe a goalie prospect. I think it was a goalie. It was a goalie. I think you're right. I think that that, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was a goalie. Yeah. Which like, I think, yeah, I think that that's why I was annoyed originally when I saw it was, I was like, I mean, obviously all marks, like not a long-term solution. You have a long-term guy in sway. Do you, are you just going to have like two kick-ass young guys? Like, I don't, I don't know. I was just kind of like for, I mean, I feel like, I, I don't know. We talked about it last week. I like Sanika, especially because of the Trent Frederick situation. Yeah. I hope all the best for him in Vancouver. I hope the Canucks figure out how to use him correctly. Yeah. All right. So I wanted to ask you, I saw an article this morning about Marshawn being back a month ahead of time. Yes. I don't know what to credit that to. I do know I saw an interview that he did last week and he's like whenever I have injuries I usually do end up coming back early I don't think any have been a month early but I did look because then I was just kind of curious there have been a few times now where he came back like a few weeks ahead of schedule so Mm -hmm. maybe just him in general and then also he is just a pesky persistent person I know he's been practicing now for 
couple months. <laughs> a month is just a long time. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. And he looks like great. Yeah. So what about McAvoy? Do you know? I mean, they said November, but like that's obviously broad. I think I saw they were like aiming towards after Thanksgiving and they made clear like it's not a Marshawn situation where he's not coming back before like this certain time, which yeah, because I don't think McAvoy has this love Charlie McAvoy, but Brad Marshawn's just a wild human being. I don't think Charlie McAvoy should be rushing by any means. (laughs) He's still young. Like, don't, please don't risk it. So with those two coming back, I feel the Bruins already are like the hottest team in hockey right now, in my opinion, obviously, but you're now getting healthier and it doesn't seem like Forbort or Sway have like anything like long lasting. Do you think that because of that, this team is built to last or are you kind of worried about like probably the average age of players on this team? The way that this team's playing now and the roster they have now, I'm very much in just like a cup or bust mode. Like I, because it is kind of cup or bust. Like this is probably Patrice's last year. Like mm-hmm. David Krejci came back just for this. He's on a mm-hmm. one-year deal. Like I think at this point, I'm like, I can't even be worried about next year. Like it is cup or bust. And especially given how we've seen they've performed now through these first like 10, 11 games, it has to be. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that Montgomery is like a coach of the year candidate already? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I, I know like people that. outside of like the Boston like market are probably going to be like, you're just like a homer. It's the Boston Bruins. But yeah. people forget how low expectations were for the Bruins coming into this season. Like no one really had any crazy expectations for them at all. And like, oh, your best like get of the off season was bringing back a guy you already had that's old. <laughs> well, and obviously it was a coaching issue too, because this roster really isn't that different than it was last year. No, and freaking Bruce Cassidy's thriving out in Vegas. So it worked out for everyone because they're yeah. like the second hottest team in hockey. Yeah, it's, oh, oops, I just dropped my thingy but anyways I was gonna say I feel as though I did put in our notes like this season and I feel this way across the board in sports I feel as though like the teams who have been really good for like the last five to ten years are kind of finding themselves falling backwards and like teams who kind of haven't been as loud or as good or have like been building or whatever are kind of coming up to the top and I feel like that in the NHL this season like obviously the hurricanes are good, but like, they haven't been historically good. They're fine. They're like on a come up, like they're kind of due to make it to a Stanley cup, win a Stanley cup, whatever the Bruins, like they've had a lot of the same guys that they had last time they were good, but they are kind of finding a way to figure it out. Like the Rangers, like all of these teams, I feel like things are changing. The biggest surprise to me has been the devils. They're like third right now. I know like their power rankings don't really blow me away, obviously, but like, I don't, I mean, good for them. Like I loved, I love devils fans, to be honest. Their offense is insane. They look really good. I'm like, just curious as to how sustainable that is. If it's just like a hot start or whatnot, they also have such a young team. I was just going to say that they're super young. Yeah. I'm interested to see how that pans out. That'd be awesome if they made a playoff run or at least got into the playoffs, especially after last year and the way that season ended. Honestly, I could see them ending five, like just over 500 or at 500, but honestly coach of the year option for me as well. Like, Mm -hmm. fuck it. I don't know. Like I, they're a lot better than I think anybody expected them to be. And who knows? Like it's still really early in the season that could change. Yeah. But it's still a, a, a shocker nonetheless 
that's how I kind of feel about the Flyers right now too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think, Another young again, team. Said it like time and time again. If they finish at 500, that'll be a win for the season. But I do think John Tortorella is the best thing to happen to this team. Again, polarizing figure. I totally get it. But he's exactly what this group needed. And it's paying off in the little things on the ice. I still don't think they're a team that is playoff contender. Like when they're like playing, if you're really watching, they don't look good. <laughs> they yeah. don't look good. And Carter Hart's been just bailing them out and then he got his first loss over the weekend and it was like or not over the weekend two days ago or last night I don't even know what days it is anymore but it was like one to zero yeah <laughs> yeah against the Rangers yeah and it's yeah. in overtime so yeah. they were able to hang with them that long and then Carter Hart let up one overtime I happened. feel like there's been a ton of overtime this season too I know there has been a lot of overtime I feel like I've been staying up so late. I, I only had one other comment and it was because the Sharks obviously play in the later slate. And so does Anaheim. I'm so fucking over this team. Like I hate them. Like to lose to Anaheim the other night after Carlson of all people put up a hot, a hat trick fucking pissed me off to no end. Like I can't even watch them because it's like, I understand that the Jags are bad like whatever it's just some of the decisions that like they've made it makes sense why the Jags are bad they I just I get so frustrated watching this team Eric Carlson just like going off this season one is so fucking random and he's two, so old tweet, and it was like it's gonna be so annoying when Eric Carlson's the reason the Sharks don't get drafted it's yeah yeah, because we're replacing your ass. Like, thank you. Like, thank you. Uh he's gonna have a career year and the sharks just like high dude, enough that they don't get the track. I know. I think he's already having like a career high year in minutes so far. I'm like, for what? <laughs> like, you know, I get it. Like, obviously, you're I'm not like, yeah, play shitty. Come on. <laughs> I know, but it's just like ironic. I'm like, all right, yeah, it, fuck it. Like, because you said he's the one that's that draft pick's going to be replacing him. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> it's so fucking annoying. Cause I'm like, all right. Like, if, but the thing that's frustrating too, is it's like, he's not even playing for a contract or anything. Like he's just out here. Like fucking vibes. It's existing on vibes alone. Truly. Like, and it's, it's not like they're standing <laughs> I never, <laughs> I never thought I'd get pissed seeing him score a hat trick, but now I'm just like, thank God we lost that game because I would have just been like, well, there goes our draft. Fuck it. <laughs> He's uh, really doing it for the vibes. You've got to admire it. <laughs> it's true. Fuck it. All right. I don't know. I just, this team pisses me off. It's like, why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it's like, I don't even, uh, it, and the fact that their games are so late a lot of the time, I'm just like, why do I do this to myself? Yeah, they're so, those 10, 10, 30, like they don't Ugh. sound that bad. Cause like, I don't know. Like, I feel like we both stay up kind of late when you and I will send each other TikToks at 2 a.m. Yeah. And but be when on you're actively trying to stay up and pay attention. It feels like it's like 5 a.m. I know my eyes will start to hurt because I've been staring at a screen since mm -hmm. like 9 a.m. Brutal. Ugh. Brutal. Yeah. All right. Any other NHL comments, storylines, anything that I missed? Nope. Do you have any lacrosse anything? Nope. Okay. So pop culture shit. I have to say RIP takeoff. That was fucking wild. Yeah. I am 
so upset. I've been listening to takeoffs like in memoriam playlist on Spotify for days. <laughs> Literally days. I thought that news was fake. Me when too. I, woke, I was like, there's no fucking way. And now there's like rumors going around that like Quavo shot him and like all this shit. And I'm just distraught. It's going to be wild. Has Cardi really still said details. nothing? Yeah, I don't think she said anything. I don't think she's even been on the internet. No, she hasn't. Because I was like kind of waiting to see like if she posted anything because she was posting like late that night and she hasn't posted anything, which makes me think that like Quavo is in questioning. Yeah. Because like usually I feel like someone would be like RIP or like my, you know, whatever. Weird. Okay. So I put in here the Taylor Swift stuff for you because I obviously want to know how you feel about the album, the tour. I've listened to the first five minutes and I couldn't do it. I'm sorry, Swifties. I tried. What are Um, your thoughts and feelings? I think I said I liked the album last week. Like, it's not my favorite Taylor Swift album, but I do like it. I've been listening to it a lot. Um, The tour is going to be a bloodbath trying to get Mm -hmm. fucking tickets. Yeah. And I, like, hate to be that gatekeeper person. But, like, there are some people, like, you guys... It, you know what? And this is going to be so like old lady yelling at a cloud of me, but it's like the fucking like 13, 14 year olds. I'm like, you were not even like alive. Yes. Okay? I was in fourth grade, like listening to Taylor Swift, watching mm-hmm. music, they, like all this, like I've been to, and it sounds worse because I'm like, I've been to a bunch of Taylor Swift tours. So <laughs> I'm probably give other no yeah no and I'm like jokes on you guys because I'm a grown-ass adult so I can actually afford this shit it's gonna probably still put me in debt but I can afford it <laughs> I think that people are gonna buy like all the tickets they can and then just resell them at astronomical prices I sign up for pre-sale and then I know like she's like starting it at like ticket prices are starting at $49 it's just a matter of who like gets the pre-sale codes. Me and my yeah. sister signed up on six different email accounts. So <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. I just, I'm not a Swifty, obviously, but I do hate Gillette as a venue. I'm just so nervous with, because that is like one of her most popular shows because she there's been time like tours where she goes to Gillette for three nights and sells out for three nights. Mm-hmm. She's been there for two nights. She hasn't toured in like since 2018. Like she's released fucking like six albums. Yeah. <laughs> she releases gonna... a lot of music. Yeah, she does. She has a lot of feelings. Well, I mean, a lot of them are re-recording since she had owned Yeah, that's music. true. She still gives off Pisces moon energy. I just think Scooter Brown's a piece of shit and she'd be in jail. it's true it's true chains okay um so those are pop culture shit our tea party is a joint tea party because sarah and i are fighting because i think that it's thanksgiving season and yes it should be a season and sarah's already on the christmas grind to be honest this might be a hot take i don't like thanksgiving so that's Ah! kind of wait we gotta get our moms on oh we have to schedule our mom show yeah we do (laughs) that was our most popular show last year I know and I'm like uh why can't I stop NHL like next week (laughs) we I mean my mom has to zoom in so like your mom could zoom in yeah 
she just works like the weirdest fucking like uh, I don't even, know we'll figure it out we'll yeah figure we'll it out. figure it out we've got like three weeks plus so we will find a time um but yeah Sarah and I are fighting because I think it's Thanksgiving season Sarah already has her Christmas stuff out I just my thing is is that I just hate how I went to Target two weeks ago and they're already putting Christmas stuff out like it's just how soon we're gonna start like putting our Christmas trees out in fucking like June I'd love it I just love Christmas so much and I also love I hate it like I've listened to Christmas music year-round if it was allowed you and my mom my mom had her second hip replacement and she scheduled it so that she could sit at home and watch the Hallmarks Christmas in July (laughs) while she was recovering (laughs) like that was my mom's like grand idea to like have her (laughs) hip surgery in July and I just fucking hate Christmas like I know that that's my hot take which is like even a hotter take I said this last year I'm just not a Christmas person. Yeah, see, you're not a Christmas person. I'm not a Thanksgiving person. So it makes sense. It's just like Christmas for everyone is like three months. And I'm like, I'm such a Grinch. I don't care if it's mean. I just am like, all right, everyone shut up and stop being so happy. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, whatever. Um, Tweets of the week. We are flying through this fucking show. We tweets are. Tweets of the week. I just have one and it was from Big Cat Country and they said this Halloween I am dressing up as a Jaguars fourth quarter lead so I know I'll get blown (gasps) and I thought that was incredible (laughs) do you have any tweets I don't think so any closing thoughts Mm, I guess go Phillies yeah I guess yeah I guess this this is our fastest show we've ever done (laughs) truly I feel like I talked for 45 minutes Sarah talked for like the NHL segment and now we're like okay see ya (laughs) so thanks so much for listening to Saturdays and Seltzers love you guys keep on sipping and we'll see you only tell the truth. What the hell you do? You got that juice. Fresh squeeze to Q. I can tell you new, and it ain't just you. Girl, it ain't just you. It's your whole damn crew. Got the haters on mute. Cause they love that view. Keep looking at you. Ain't nothing new. This is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. When Sundays are for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Cause this is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. When Sundays are for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Saturday, y'all. Uh, Saturdays and Celsius. <laughs> With your hosts, Kendra and Sarah. Uh, y'all know who it is. It's your boy KR. Spot a kiss on the track. <laughs> Let's go. Oh.